Chapter Ten of A Deal with the Devil. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Read by Angelique G. Campbell, January two thousand nineteen. A Deal with the Devil by Eden Philpotts. The Crusade. I will tell you with great pleasure, dear Miss Dolphin, he said in his sad, rather sweet voice. He sat down, stroked his clean shaven chin drew up his trousers that their elegant appearance might not be spoiled by his sharp thin knees and then spoke your brother and i are engaged in a sweet crusade is not that the word mr dolphin as good as any other said my grandpapa better than any other you have doubtless heard of monte carlo miss dolphin it is a plague spot on the fair face of france god made the riviera man is responsible for monte carlo the prince of monaco is the landlord so i understand the prince of darkness is the tenant miss dolphin it is often necessary to fight the devil with his own weapons we are going to monte carlo with a golden sword your brother finds the sword i wield it in plain english martha montague's worked out a dead snip a system pardon me well a system that will take the stuffing out of the strongest bank that ever robbed innocence we are both going grandpa daniel going to monte carlo yes don't want you it's simply a matter of business let me explain said mr montague you are rather startled dear miss dolphin and i cannot wonder at it he blew his nose his handkerchiefs and shark cuffs and so on were always beautiful he said the facts are these i have had an inspiration heaven has from my earliest youth been pleased to bestow upon me certain mathematical gifts denied to most men this power of dealing with figures was not given me for nothing it is a talent not to be hidden in a napkin no fear said grandpapa i have long been seeking some outlet for my peculiar ability and i have at length found it in my hand is a power that rightly exercised will extinguish one of the greatest evils of the present day under heaven i have been mercifully permitted to discover a system which rises naturally from certain processes in the higher mathematics this system applied to the laws which govern chance produces a most startling result it annihilates chance altogether and substitutes certainty do i make myself clear clear as crystal said grandpapa chuckling a lady can hardly be interested in my deductions but their conclusions their practical results will not fail to interest her continued mr montague my system once grasped and accepted becomes a law and the effect of that law must be a revolution in human society think dear miss dolphin of a world from which all element of chance is eliminated the vices of gambling and betting vanish mathematics will rise superior to human roguery 
we know when to expect red or black i refer to card-playing we know which horse ought to win every race and if it doesn't we know where to throw the blame we know everything we are become as gods but what has that to do with monte carlo sir i ventured to ask good old martha go up one said grandpapa then mr montague turned to me and answered my question i expected you would ask that miss dolphin and i gladly explain monte carlo is the headquarters of this pestilential passion this love of gambling which dominates mankind we are going to begin a crusade there and fight against the most powerful troops the enemy has at command that's so i'm plunking down a thousand and we're a-goin to play a big game and make some of em hop and wish they had never been born said grandpapa in other and more seemly words miss dolphin we design to crush monte carlo to wipe that blot from the fair face of france the gambling hell shall be no more treachery falsehood knavery shall cease out of the land and we'll come home with flags flying in a triumphal car drawn by oof birds said grandpapa that of course is a circumstance incidental to the scheme explained mr montague to me you do not understand your brother naturally enough but what he means is that a large sum of money will accrue to us with this wealth we shall develop my system and place it within the reach of the misguided speculators of all countries grandpapa exploded with noisy laughter and patted mr montague on the back why not do so first why not publish this great discovery at once in the papers give it away good lord martha and you a lawyer's daughter said grandpapa i would do so willingly enough answered mr montague but advertisement is a costly business to make the system sufficiently known would require an expenditure of many thousands of pounds you see no better advertisement of it could be hit upon than breaking the bank at monte carlo we shall go on breaking that bank until the proprietors are ruined and the place is shut up then we shall return home by way of paris said grandpapa if you like to meet us there he added with his real affection for me bubbling up to the surface of his nature you may and we'll make a bit of a splash among the frogs but i had never been out of england in my life and did not like the picture of splashing with grandpapa in paris at the same time the thought of him splashing there alone was even less pleasant mr montague said a few more words promised never to lose sight of my grandfather and then took his leave kissing my hand on his departure in a stately old-fashioned way which was very pleasing to me i could not help contrasting him with grandpapa to the disadvantage of the latter they looked about the same age yet how different in their conduct 
language and attitude towards the gentler sex one behaved and thought and acted as though he was forty-five the other who ought heaven knows to have been old-fashioned and staid and sensible conducted himself like a fast silly boy of twenty-one for about this time grandfather began to grow young for his years even on the new scheme he bought some showy clothes cloth caps and knickerbockers a meerschaum pipe a spirit flask and several other things at the army and navy stores for these he certainly paid but he gave the people who served him an imaginary name and a ticket number rather than spend five shillings in a member's voucher he told a lie to the officials of the cooperative society which i should think was very unusual then the old man drew another precious thousand pounds out of government securities and went away with mr montague to wipe out monte carlo i was fearful of the entire concern but he told me to keep up my pecker and watch the papers and so departed in roaring spirits the only thing which troubled him was that his time for blueing the booty would be so short to this day i have never met anybody who could explain the meaning of the expression blueing the booty End chapter 10